I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is an entertainment podcast and the research we do may come from semi-unreliable sources. Welcome to Research Rebuttal Podcast. It's the podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week, one of us will be the researcher and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman and this is Paige Dempster. Hi. And today, we're going to learn about daylight savings time and Thomas Edison. Paige will be your researcher today, and I'll be the guesser. Let's get rebutted. Hello. Hello? Hello, it's been a while. It has been a while. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Halloween. All those holidays that we missed um happy daylight savings yeah that's true it's not it's not fun this time of year with that but Uh, you know what is kind of fun mm -hmm. a few of my sea monkeys are still alive really i haven't asked about them in a while yeah how how many are still alive do you think what percentage have died off most of them but there's like still a few big boys floating around so oh the strongest of the monkeys yeah i was hoping they were gonna breed but they didn't oh yeah well maybe maybe they were all asexual maybe uh i'm tired me too (laughs) i started a new job recently that's why i haven't had time to research yeah and i've also been in private practice baby is busy i am also busy and you know what podcasting is hard sometimes but we're here now and that's what matters yay yeah so let's talk about daylight savings time let's do it how do you like daylight savings time i don't hate it as much as other people do to be honest yeah yeah i'm very like whatever i mean it's always rough for like a couple days but I like having the extra sunlight in the summer I mean I guess I am more critical of it than most people I really don't like daylight savings time I feel like that is most people yeah but I feel like I hate it more than the average person maybe because like those few days where it's like you're still getting used to it you just suffer it is bad and I hate how it's getting dark at 420 blaze it but I don't know I I don't like it, but I don't hate it as much as you do. I didn't care about it as a child, and now that I'm older and have to take care of myself, now I hate it. Does that, that make makes sense? sense? That does Espe- make sense. Yeah, especially because like I have to drive myself to work now, and I don't like driving back in the dark. That's fair. <sighs> so let's just let's get into it. Who came up with daylight savings time and when? Was it FDR? Um, you're close. Yeah, was it Nixon? It wasn't a president that originally came up with it. Oh. Oh, was it farmers? Um, you're getting closer. FDR did implement it in America, I believe, but like I'm talking about who brought it up in the first place. The Mayans. Too far. <laughs> think um 
Think American Revolution. Thomas Jefferson. Very close. Really? Yeah. Um, Thomas Edison. No, he's later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton. Okay, it was Benjamin Franklin. Oh, Benny Franks. Yeah, he's got his toes dipped in a lot of things, apparently. He does. So he was the first person to ever propose the idea, in modern times at least. Um, but he did it as a joke. Oh, it was a joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wrote a letter to the Journal of Paris saying that if we did something along the lines of daylight savings, it would save us a lot of money since we wouldn't have to buy as many candles because this was before Edison. Um, and honestly, I don't quite get the joke, but maybe times were different back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't until 1895 when a New Zealander named George Hudson brought up the idea again, but seriously. Hmm. What was the original purpose of daylight savings time? To give farmers more daylight. Yeah, and generally just so uh, farmers and whatnot could rise with the sun and not be up at like 4.30 in the morning. Who wants to do that? No one. That's why this was a thing. I've done that when driving to and from South Carolina, and it's not fun. Yeah, again, that's why this is a thing. So you don't have to suffer, at least as much. Yeah. I mean, 5.30 still bad, but, you know, I'd rather that than 4.30, am I right? You're right. <laughs> what two countries were the first to officially adopt daylight savings time and when? Uh, United States and France in... 1785. Time to get rebutted. Yeah. It was 1916, and it was Germany, aka the German Empire, and the former country of Austria-Hungary oh. that officially did it countrywide. Oh. Do you know, like, how we decide the time to do daylight savings? The, well, in America, the president decides. But then certain states have chosen to opt out. Um, I didn't see anything in my research about the president deciding. It's actually at a set time every year. Is it? It's Well, it's not like a set date every year, but um, for spring, it's every second Sunday of March. And we move it back on the first Sunday of November. Oh. Yeah, so that can be different dates every year, but it's always around the same time. Hmm. And in the U.S., it's always at 2 a.m. In the uh, EU, it's at 1 a.m. I do enjoy watching the clock for that. I, I actually went to a party this year specifically to celebrate the time change. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we turned the clocks back this year, I was texting you. Yeah. And it was like 2 in the morning. And like while we were texting, the date rolled over. So yeah. I just have this creepy screenshot of that happening. I love it. Like, it texts you at 159 and then 101 directly after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, because of us having specific times to do it every year, there's always one day a year that's 25 hours long and another one that's 23 hours long. We already mentioned this a bit, but do other countries do daylight savings? And if yes, what countries do you think? Not a lot of countries do it, but I'm going to say New Zealand does it. Um, I actually have to look that up really quickly. 
okay yeah new zealand does do daylight savings time <laughs> was not on the wikipedia page but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that were you no you that you never talk about new zealand <laughs> <laughs> that's true but okay so yes new zealand does it and yes uh the minority of the world follows daylight savings time it's mostly in north america and europe mm-hmm. there are Asia and Africa really don't do it with only like very few exceptions and then does Russia do it? Russia does not. Oh. Russia's got like 11 different time zones. Can you imagine the chaos? Yeah, that's cray cray. Yeah. But Russia is like enormous. We yeah, we did a Russia episode. We talked about this. Yeah. The Russian geography episode is my favorite episode by the way. Really? It's because it has Mary in it and it just oh, like devolved. That, that's the episode like that just devolved into complete chaos towards the end. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Because we were screaming about Fruit by the Foots. Oh, true. <laughs> Who's that one? I still stand very firmly in my opinion. We'll have to do like a round two eventually. I think so. Okay. Um, but yeah, Asia and Africa really don't. South America has two countries that do it. Do you want to guess, guess the countries? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Brazil mm-hmm. and Venezuela. No, Chile. Uh huh. And Argentina. Chile is one of them. Wow. Argentina is not. Okay, one more guess. Okay. Uh, South America. Is Guatemala in Central or South? I think it's in Central. Okay um okay i give up it is paraguay oh yeah those are the only two countries in south america that uh do daylight savings and then canada and mexico for the most part yeah also do daylight savings i think arizona does not we're getting to that okay true or false all of the united states does daylight saving time false that is correct There are two states that don't observe it, along with all of the overseas territories. Oh, all of them. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to guess the two states that don't do daylight savings? Arizona. Okay. And either Utah or Alaska. (laughs) Why Utah? (laughs) I just feel like Utah kind of does its own thing at times. Is it the Mormons? That's part of it. (laughs) I, like, I was thinking about saying Texas, but, like, I don't know. Well, Texas, I think, is another one that falls into two different time zones. That would also be chaotic. That is chaotic. Like, imagine, like, I've heard of people, like, working in one time zone, but living in a different one. Oh, that is whack. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Me too. Especially if, like, you go you go into your time zone and you're an hour ahead. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, imagine. no. Yeah. I would just do anything I can to move away that sounds awful it does sound awful (laughs) I've heard of people who like when people do that though I've heard that a lot of times they'll just keep one set time like they'll keep their phones and their watches manually set to one time zone and stuff so then like if they have to be at work at 8 a.m in the other time zone they know they have to be there at seven interesting yeah I would I would like sleep under the desk or something. <laughs> yeah, I would like live in the office. 
to tell. Yeah. Anyway, Arizona is right. I like Alaska, but it's actually not Alaska. Oh, is it Utah? No, it's not Utah either. You're close oh. with Alaska, though. Hawaii? Yes, it is oh. Hawaii. Okay, why doesn't Hawaii do daylight savings? Because, like, they do what they want. Like, we stole a literal monarchy. And, like, now they kind of just try to live like that didn't happen. I mean, I could see it. It's actually more about geography. So, because Hawaii is so close to the equator, sunrise and sunset don't really change that much throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So, there's not really a point to doing daylight savings time. That makes sense. And that goes for all of the overseas territories because they're also all really close to the equator. Yeah. Why doesn't Arizona do daylight savings? Same thing. They do what they want. Um, kind of. So Arizona, you know, toasty boy, especially in the summertime. And so I guess people in Arizona, they don't really like to work that much during the day. They prefer to do it in the evening when it's cooler. Mm-hmm. And so just adding on an extra hour of daylight during summertime for them is cruel. <laughs> so in 1968, they opted out of uh, daylight savings time. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and Hawaii opted out in 67. The thing about Arizona, though, is that a major chunk of the Navajo Nation lives in Arizona. Okay. And they do follow daylight savings time. Fascinating. <laughs> so... There's just a big chunk in the middle of Arizona. That's possibly the most political statement I've heard all day. I appreciate it, honestly. Yeah, like, I don't know what they're doing and why, but I like it. Oh, absolutely. And so you can just drive through Arizona and change time zones like three times. Wow. If you drive through the reservation. (laughs) Uh, Why do we do daylight savings time in modern times? Tradition. Um, yeah, kind of. Like, there's no real need for it at this point. Uh, there, There's kind of, like, two, there's two major reasons that people point to when it comes to daylight savings times and why we still do it. Do they point to the almanac? Um, no, that's Benji. Oh, oh okay. That's Benji's thing, and he's, he's long gone, and he didn't even want to do daylight savings time in the first place. He did, he literally invented it as a meme, and now look where we are. And his face is on the $100 bill. Benjamin Franklin is just the greatest meme lord of all time, really. He is. see. Okay, so the first reason, and this one is kind of uh, debated, and honestly, it should be debated, is that daylight savings time conserves energy in the winter months. Because you you don't have to use, like, as much electricity with, like, lights and heating, apparently. In winter? But, yeah, it's like, I don't think that makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Or maybe it's like you use less electricity in the summer lighting your house because it's lighter outside. That I kind of get. Yeah, but you're running air conditioning. Yeah, so I guess this was more of a, this was more of an argument for earlier times when air conditioning wasn't a thing yet i guess that's true and if it if it was like the 1940s yeah i get it but we're past that time now and then the other reason is that a lot of countries especially western countries uh function on a clock-based schedule rather than a light-based schedule 
So like, for example, we don't start our day with the sunrise as we start with our alarms that are set mm-hmm. for like nine in the morning That's every true. single day of the year. Yeah. Thank God for that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so clock-based countries don't want to rise with the sun. Like we've said this, it's not nice to be woken up by a 4.30 sunrise. So we turn the clocks forward by one hour. And yeah, like our bodies kind of want to wake with the sun instinctually. Yeah. But I guess it's better to, again, be woken up by a 5.30 sunrise than a 4.30 sunrise. I guess so. Time has no meaning. Yeah, you know, not here at least. Time is a social construct. Oh, the sh- I'm not, I don't have the energy to go into that. But it is, though. I, look, I, I agree. It's just, I, I can't do critical thinking right now. That's fair. Um, but, you know, setting the clocks forward in the spring has the unintended consequence of making fall and winter very hard when you just suddenly lose an hour of daylight. Yeah. And last question. Post-daylight savings time can be really hard time of year just because of, like, the cold and the lack of sunlight. So what do you do to cope? Me personally or people in yeah. general? You. Oh, God. I, I just kind of... I personally just kind of suffer through it. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, I kind of just wake up and I'm like, oh. And then, like, I go to run an errand or something at 5 p.m. and it's, like, pitch black out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I used to suffer through it. I think literally until last year. And it's like, you know, especially if you have depression lack of sunlight is really bad oh yeah it's not a good time I mean I do try to take vitamin d but like sometimes I forget that's understandable I I do that too (laughs) taking multivitamins is hard okay like I have mine next to my desk and I still haven't taken them today and I've been sitting at my desk since noon wow (laughs) but anyway yes having a mental illness accompanied with lack of natural sun can really hurt you. So I started adapting. I bought a sun lamp and it helps me so much. I've heard that. Like I've heard so many people say that a sun lamp is so is super helpful. And like I should honestly get one. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to remember to do it every day so your body, you know, doesn't get out of whack. Yeah. And you should do it at like the same time every day. Oh, we love a routine. Routine is like one of the hardest things to get into. That's another thing. Psychology. Yeah, psychology. And, you know, yeah, take your vitamin D gummies so you don't get that deficiency. And, you know, self-care and all that jazz. Candles. Yeah, candles and hot cocoa. Just do what you can. It's a long six or seven months. Just jump naked into a pile of snow. I want to do that this year. I hope I want someone to dare me at New Year's Eve to like sit in the snow for like 20 minutes or something. Um okay. I want to show everyone that I'm a polar bear. <laughs> I think we already know. But I need to prove it. Okay. Now it's time for a word for our sponsors. Do you get depressed in the wintertime? Does the lack of sunlight just make you really sad then you need the richard lamp the richard lamp 
turn on the Richard lamp and get all that vitamin dick. You'll get all the vitamin dick that you need to outlast the winter. Simply flip the switch, stare into its eyes, and get loaded with vitamin dick. No need to be vitamin dick deficient when you have the Richard lamp. Sold by Puxatawney Phil. Brought to you by the American Citrus Council. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> time you know how this works i give rachel one minute to answer as many questions as possible and if you hear this noise that means she got it right and if you hear this noise that means she got it wrong (laughs) um are you ready ready for this vitamin dick oh my god okay okay (laughs) Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. All right. <laughs> Do teeth whitening toothpastes actually work? Sort of. Do bugs have muscles? Yeah. What color is the five ball in pool? Purple. <laughs> what does IQ stand for? Intelligence quotient. Are marigold flowers dangerous to ingest? Yes. How much blood is in the average human body? 10 liters. Name one character in Romeo and Juliet that's not Romeo or Juliet. Capulet. Are tanukis real animals? No. Yes, yes. How common is it to have triplets? Uncommon. What is the most common birth month in the US? Oh. Uh, October. What is Joe Biden's middle name? Philip. And we're out of time. <laughs> it's not Philip. Yeah, I know. I forgot what it is. It's like some weird, it's like Robinette or something. Oh, really? I'm going to Google it. Okay. Is, is it Tanuki real? I don't know. That's <laughs> why so I asked you. You're right. It is Robinette. Oh. I knew it was something weird. That's why I wanted to ask you. What's the name Robinette in real life? Well, that's why it's a middle name. Mm-hmm. Your middle name can be anything because no one's ever going to hear it. To all you mothers out there, I don't know why you keep doing this, but like, stop giving your children the middle names Rose and Marie. Called out. My God. <laughs> um. <laughs> but anyway, I've known a lot of people with those two middle names and I'm over it. I am offended. I, you can get mad about what you want. You decide how you want to spend your energy. I really want someone, I want a person with the surname Mayo to have a daughter and name them Ella. So the name would be Ella Mayo. (laughs) I pray that that's already happened. (laughs) It has to have. It's so easy. Yeah. I just don't know anyone with the surname Mayo. Well, okay, here's the thing is my my mom's maiden name is May. Okay, so maybe like a May gets married to someone with a with a name that starts with O. Mm-hmm. So it's Ella May O. O'Connor. Or like O'Leary. True, true. 
Anyway, <laughs> you know who do has, <laughs> you know who else has a last name? <laughs> um, Thomas Edison? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a very famous last name. And honestly, f*** him. Okay, so I went into this trying to be as objective as possible. And you know what? I will be completely honest. Yeah. From the research that I did, he is not as bad as the oatmeal claimed that he was. He is, though. And it's not just the oatmeal who hates him. It's everybody. Okay. He stole. He's a thief. Okay, okay. So we... I'm not saying he was a saint. It's just that he wasn't the spawn of the devil. I Are you don't, sure about that? I am. He stole the microphone. He was born in Ohio, so maybe he was. Wow. Proof. <laughs> he, he, okay, so he did some pretty bad things in his time, but he did, I don't know, man. He did invent a few things. He didn't steal everything. So he's got that going. Well, Hitler him, didn't guess. kill all the Jews. <laughs> you know what? Fair point, honestly. Okay, well, let's just let's get this over with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you when Thomas Edison was born, um, but can you name a state where Thomas Edison lived in his lifetime? He lived in a lot. Wait, why, why can't you tell me when he was born? Because I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> I just thought he was born in Ohio. <laughs> okay, so he's lived in Ohio. Uh huh. He's also, I feel like he is also someone who's lived in like Arkansas or like Alabama. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No, but keep going. Okay. Did he live in New Jersey at any point? Yes, he did. He's yeah. very, he's very famous for living in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah. Um, Cause like his house is like a museum or something. I don't know. Something. No. It was like, it was, did he live in Hoboken? I think it was Hoboken. No, but you're kind of on the right track, but we'll go over that later. Okay. Has he lived in New York? Yes. How about um, the Carolinas? No. No, I feel like he, for some reason, I feel like he would be like a Southern boy, but I guess he's not. He did, he did have, like, he did at one point live in a Southern state but I don't think he was down there for very long. Was it Florida? It was Florida. He is, in fact, a Florida man. Wow. (laughs) And my final state is Pennsylvania. No. Okay. So you got Ohio, you got New Jersey, you got New York, you got Florida. He also lived in Michigan um, and Kentucky and in Massachusetts at one point. Why did he move around so much? Is it because, um, like, he knew he was a thief and he didn't want to get caught? Probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know. I think it was just, like, you know, American opportunity and all that jazz. Yeah. True or false, Thomas Edison was mostly deaf. Uh, true? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was also surprised. <laughs> I, I didn't, like, I didn't know that about him, but I feel like that was such a very specific true or false that it had to be true yeah i scoured the wikipedia i'm pretty sure my thomas edison section only has like two sources cited and most of it's wikipedia uh i'm not judging he started developing hearing issues at 12 because of complications with scarlet fever 
and he ended up having several untreated middle ear infections because of it that led to him losing all of his hearing in one ear and most of his hearing in the other ear. Get vaccinated, kids. Well, I, I mean, is there a scarlet fever vaccination? Well, I'm pretty sure scarlet fever results from chicken pox, right? I don't know, actually. I'm going to do a quick Googling. And I don't know if there was a chicken pox vaccine at that time either. There wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> not, not at the time. I think he was born in like 1850 or something, if I had to guess. Oh, no, it comes from strep. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. So, yeah, he got scarlet fever and uh, complications arose because of it. So he was pretty much completely deaf. That's rough. But supposedly not hearing kept him from being distracted while working. And this is super weird. He would listen to music, like if someone was playing piano, for example. He would hear it, but he would like bite down on the piano. So like when the notes played, like reverberated through his skull so he could hear it. I mean, it makes sense. But I want to know where on the piano he was biting. Like, yeah, is this like know. a is this like a cattail situation? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's anywhere but the feet, you know. Yeah, anywhere but the foot of the piano. You gotta get towards like the hollow part. Mm-hmm. Acoustics but, and all that. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if I was deaf and I wanted to listen to Green Day, I would bite down on the piano. That'd be very punk. Can you name any job Thomas Edison had before he became an inventor slash businessman slash thief? Was he a poop scooper? He was not a poop scooper, but that's a good guess. Yeah. Was he like a farmhand? Nope. Um, did he did he work as a banker? No, but that's another good guess. Was he an iron worker? No. Did he work in textiles? I don't think so. How about a chemistry lab? Um, he did that in his spare time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, did he invent Jimmy Neutron? Possibly. Okay. All right, I give up. Okay, so as a kid, he would sell candy and vegetables and newspapers, apparently, um, on train rides. Oh, that's wholesome. Which, yeah. And that would earn him $50 a week, which by today's standards... Yeah, at that time, that's like great. That's over $1,600 a week. Wow. And he would spend most of it on like chemistry sets. Oh, those were so dangerous back then. Oh, yeah. Um, He he did some boo-boos with that. I bet. Um, He also became a telegraph operator for railways when he was older. And fun fact, at one point, he nearly caused a train collision. I love to hear it. (laughs) <laughs> and then he went and then he went on to invent the microphone except not really because he stole it um we'll get into that he also used to work for a few news companies like he would like sell the newspapers outside he would do like the typesetting and stuff fake news um, i mean possibly it was when he was on the street selling newspapers that he realized he had a knack for business and then it all went down from there <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. You know, like, as he grew older, he became, I believe, is called an electrical engineer, was, like, Mm -hmm. the official term. Uh, Yeah. He he was wholesome for a little bit. A little bit. Just just a little bit. What was Edison's first patent for? Oh, good question. I I feel like I've known this before. 
his first patent was for the jigsaw. Okay. <laughs> it was for an electric voting recorder in 1869. A voting recorder? Is that what you said? Yeah. So basically a very early version of a ballot counting. The conspiracy comes full circle. <laughs> Dominion voting systems, get out of here. It was all Edison. We're going we're gonna to get into the juice of it now. Okay. Why was Thomas Edison credited with so many inventions? Well, because he was a wealthy white man. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, what it all boils down to, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cut to, you know, like the, I think, 1870s or something. He was working in Menlo Park, New Jersey, which is actually not super far from here. He had a lot of employees working under his direction, uh, like doing all of the research and development and whatnot. And his employees did a ton of the work. They basically did all of the work, but uh, because the inventions were made in his lab at his direction, he was legally credited. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know the details of it. I don't know if he was happy with that or not, but that is what happened. Did he have any kids? Are they like, are any of his descendants alive? Probably. I think he had six kids. I don't know if any of his kids are alive, but if they had kids, I would imagine they would be alive. Hmm. I don't know how they feel about it either. Did Thomas Edison actually invent the light bulb? No. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but we got that one out of the way. I mean, he maybe he improved upon it, but he did yeah. not invent it. The first person to make an incandescent light bulb was a British inventor in 1840 named Warren de la Rue. Okay. Which sounds French, but whatever. <laughs> but it was really expensive to make because it used like platinum filaments. Mm -hmm. And there were, all, there were also a bunch of other light bulb designs by other inventors. They were just like all really expensive or really inefficient and burnt out super quickly. Well, that's because they didn't have the miracle of Hanukkah. Yeah, exactly. And you, you didn't have eight of them. Actually, isn't it nine? Yeah, there are technically nine candles. Yeah. <laughs> they were missing the ninth candle. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he didn't, he wasn't even the one that improved upon it. It was his lab assistant. Wow. Named William Joseph Hammer. William Joseph Hammer. And other inventions of Edison's that this guy dipped his toes into were the telephone, the phonograph, and the iron ore separator. The iron ore separator. Yeah, which Edison didn't even invent on his own. What in the Minecraft? <laughs> That'd be a good Minecraft thing to have. It would be. Okay, so after the incandescent bulb became a thing, um, Thomas Edison got really into like electric lighting systems, which ended up with him having his own like utility company for his light bulbs and his whatnots. And he used like DC direct connection or direct current, I mean. And then in the late 1800s, um, alternating current or AC became a thing. Why did Edison hate alternating current so much? because he was jealous that he didn't invent it and then like his products became irrelevant 
that's probably what happened but i'll give you the wikipedia for it okay and this is like so i guess this is <laughs> objective so first things first it was eating into his profits yeah yeah and so his utility company ran off of dc but alternating current was way more cheap and efficient and like it could reach suburban and rural areas using like telephone poles and stuff mm-hmm. and direct direct current couldn't do that yet it was very restricted to like heavily populated areas where they could all connect to his uh, electricity plant yeah and then also apparently he had safety concerns because i don't know if you've seen like early versions of like telephone poles and alternating currents there's a lot of wires yeah they're like everywhere and so you know what I think he was just a money-grubbing a-hole, but, like, I get why someone would be concerned. That's that's how you get free dinner. I mean, if it's, like, a bird or something, I guess, yeah. or if you're, like, a cannibal and it's a person. Yeah. But, you know, not a lot of people were, were advocating for that at the time. Aw. And then the third thing is that he possibly didn't understand the science behind alternating current. And if he could just push AC out of the market, he wouldn't have to learn about it and adapt. <laughs> but you know what? Like, as a, as a fellow lazy person, I get it. <laughs> like, I don't want to learn about new things either. That's the person who's co-hosting a podcast where you literally learn things. That's the person who's like two and a half weeks late as well. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, Okay. And so I think it was in 1888, there was a big um, AC accident or like a bunch of people got electrocuted. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Edison took advantage of the fact that people were furious that AC was dangerous. And so he and a colleague publicly executed animals using alternating current. That's a little too biblical for me. It's a lot, man. I think ugh, that's that's probably the thing I have the most like beef with him about. Yeah, did, like why are we sacrificing animals? You should have sacrificed yourself and like become a martyr. Exactly. So overall, uh, you know, Edison and his team worked more to improve upon previous inventions and secure patents for them rather than inventing things and like brand new and from scratch i think we've already established that Mm -hmm. how many patents do you think edison had 169 a thousand and ninety three that's a lot of patents a lot of things that he like improved upon and repatented so he could get his moolah wow and you know what get that bread get that bread last question yeah. Uh, what is the one thing that Edison did actually invent from scratch? The toaster. No. <laughs> the, um, I don't know. The phonograph. Aww. So, yeah, you know, recording stuff. And because he did the phonograph, he had a big hand in the microphone, which is something we talked about last episode. We sure did. But he didn't actually invent it, you know? Yeah. The photograph is, like, really what shot him into stardom, though, because nothing like it had ever been done before. 
and he became known as the Wizard of Menlo Park. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder like what the next major invention for humanity is going to be. Ooh. I think the commercialization of hoverboards. Like hover like hoverboards. actual hoverboards. Yeah. yeah. I hope like, so. A foot off the ground hoverboards. I really hope so. Yeah, or jetpacks. Like the common usage of jetpacks. Yeah, oh my god, I would be all about the common usage of jetpacks. Something having to do with transportation. I hope so. Well, that's all I got. All right, well, that about does it for this episode of Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can find us on social media, on Twitter at Research Rebut, and on Facebook and Instagram at Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can email us topic suggestions at researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. And you can feel free to harass the American Citrus Council at americancitruscouncil at gmail.com and let us know. Um, do you like Daylight Savings Time and why? And do you like Thomas Edison and why or why not? Yeah, tell us. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs> like, like I knew where it was going but <laughs> mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33% with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market